Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't match. They literally get right here. So I did a show earlier, and I don't know what the hell happened, but, like, the sound quality was very poor because I've been trying to toy with different mics, all new stuff in the um, in the studio. So basically I did a show earlier today called Feelings, and I was talking about the fact that I had decided I was going to drink some brown beverages last night with my homegirl, and I decided that it was a good idea that I would text the person that I like. Right, which is never a good idea when you're on that, you know, cognac or whatever, whiskey or whatever was going on. But it was with, you know, apple cider, so it was wonderful and delicious. And so the problem is, is that when I woke up this morning, because y'all know I tell y'all the truth, I went through the text messages and I was like, oh my God, no, oh God, no, you know. And then I, I, I saw myself actually disclaimer. My shit, like, hey, you know, in 12 hours, I'm not going to remember what the fuck I said. So it wasn't that I was drunk. I was just a little bit lit. And that's okay. You know, y'all know I don't really do the bars or the club scene um, at, at any time right now, especially when it's fucking cold outside. So I just be in the house getting litty, right? So I sat there, you know, and I was reading the text messages that I sent to him, and I was just like, oh, my God, I really like him. That's so cute, right? <laughs> and so as I'm sitting there reading it, I just start. I got, like, so embarrassed just because, like, I wasn't saying anything inappropriate. Like, everything I said was the truth because, you know, a drunk mind speaks a sober tongue. That's what, you know, my grandparents used to say. And so I was more embarrassed that I had become vulnerable, right, and telling this person how I felt. And we are in the season of eclipses. So there's an eclipse getting ready to happen tomorrow. And me, I always get excited at eclipses because, again, you know, we just had a portal open. We just had the whole full moon situation, so whatever you're manifesting is coming through. But a lot of people don't like the eclipse season because of the fact that 
that's your shadows, right? So there's an absence of light. That's all in eclipses. It's just an absence of light and extended darkness, which for those of us that are, you know, living in the dark or, or live in our shadows or we acknowledge our shadows, this is nothing to us. This is a wonderful time of the year. So those of you that are actually running from your shadows, it's going to kind of feel like Mercury retrograde where everything is backwards. So you're going to get a lot of exes calling you and you're going to get a lot of, you know, Merry Christmas and, you know, hey, just checking on you texts as men and, you know, how you doing today or tell your mom, listen, if I didn't fuck with you, my mom didn't fuck with you. And so as a result, You know what it is? I said, I don't hate falling in love if that's, in fact, what I'm doing. I'm falling somewhere, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, you know what? I don't like that. I'm ascending into a loving situation, right? We'll say that because falling would suggest that I'm going to be up underneath some shit. So I don't have a problem with the ascension as long as I'm being learned. You know, I'm being learned, and then I'm learning something from this person, and we're able to be in a partnership. So, yeah, remember I said, like, I didn't want to be in a relationship. I shouldn't have fucking said that. <laughs> so because I got sent exactly what the fuck I asked for. I didn't want to be in a relationship. I wanted to be in a partnership. So under the full moon, you know, right at 12-12, on 12-12, there was also a couple portals open. So y'all know that fate changes every day. And y'all saw where I was going back and forth through my, my tarot cards, and I had like four or five different readers that all said the exact same thing. But one of the consistent things that I also didn't talk about to the person that I was sending the text messages to was that they were like, someone's coming for you. You know, you manifested this person, which is why I was so confused, because the two gentlemen that I, you know, the one I liked, but, you know, he seemed like he was the, the proper choice, come to find out he was really the liar in the situation, and I fucking hate a liar. Like, there's no reason for this shit. Like, I'm five foot six. Like, what the fuck I'm going to do, beat you? I mean, I could, but I'm just saying, like, what am I going to do? You were better off just telling me the truth and then let me choose, because that's what real Gs do. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, I was in confusion because I was starting to have feelings for both of them. So whereas one of them kind of was like laid back, you know, for the first month, the other one was very aggressive, like very much like, yo, here's a plane ticket, come through, like, you know, and y'all hear about that on the show. And then I come to find out some other fuck shit about him, and I'm just like, oh, no, nah, this is unacceptable, goodbye, and that's that. And a lot of people say, like, well, how could you be like that, bitch? Because once I don't like you no more, you're done. But if, I, if, if you fuck with me, you stuck with me then. Right, So I tried to at least even keep a friendship with this character, and that wasn't even going to work out just because the, the number one rule of friendship is honesty. So you can lie to everybody else, but just tell me the truth. So in the cards, the number one thing across the board, and this is coming from the hood healer, this is just coming from just Tatiana Tarot and just different people. So I have a love connection coming in 2020. Now, y'all know that I had spoke to Real Nigga Tarot last year. Right around January, because I don't get that many readings done, because if I really wanted to read my cards, I'd just do it myself. But in matters of love or relationships, because that's not something that I ask for, because I don't, not that I don't care, it's just it wasn't on the agenda for 2019 and really for parts of 2018 as well. I wouldn't set my ass down. So I don't know how to read those type of cards, because love is really never in the cards for me. It's always just business, money, family you know, and just being abundant and just getting through this damn decade, which has been horrible for everyone, but the Zuckerbergs and, and the damn billionaires has been horrible for the rest of us, right? So we're all happy to be leaving this decade and, you know, entering into something new. 
So the number one theme was that there's a soulmate coming and this, this, and this. Now, we all know that as a soulmate, you can get a million soulmates in your lifetime. Your cat could be your fucking soulmate. Your brother could be your soulmate. You know, you don't know, right? So I'm reading these text messages to this gentleman, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so terrible. But he thought it was cute. He's like, oh, no worries, you know, because he's real, like, laid back, which is why in the beginning I thought he just didn't fucking like me. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I like him. He looks cute. You know, he looks nice. I just want to, you know, get to know him a little more, and I'm glad that I did that instead of just cutting him off because he wasn't as aggressive as what I'm used to, you know, like, or somebody – like that really likes you that's just like, you know, texting and, you know, being consistent because inconsistency will get you killed with me. If you're inconsistent, bitch, I can be, I could do you one better. We just won't talk ever at all. You know, I got some people that's, you know, far, far away and now that they're not here no more, now you want to call me all the time and I'm just, it's unacceptable. The first thing I do is just cut you off, communication. So I think one of the main reasons that, So I love falling in love, right? I love that feeling, getting to know somebody and all that stuff. I hate when the fucking side effects start showing up. Like, so when you're already in love, now this person has to care for your feelings in your heart, just like you have to care for this person's feelings in your heart. So now you become my responsibility. Did you fucking eat today? Are you okay? How's your digestive system? (laughs) Like, do you need anything? Are you good, right? So it becomes... Like, you know, a relationship is a job, you know, just like people think that marriage is so easy. It's not. Marriage is a fucking job. But also a marriage to me is any type of contractual agreement on paper. That's a fucking marriage. So we can call, like I told you all before, deeds, life insurance policies, titles to cars, those are all marriages. So I'll take that type of marriage, right, knowing that somebody financially has my back, over somebody that, like, you know, because there's a lot of bummy swag going on lately. There's a lot of fucking bums out there. And I I coined the term bum residue probably about 10 years ago. I think there's a YouTube video about it, too, with Saladin, my brother, and I. And I talk about, especially at the holidays, like, that I don't like that as women a lot of us require so much from our mates, right? And you're not even willing to buy this motherfucker the same amount of money worth the shit as you. So it doesn't matter how much more he makes. You think Diddy cared at his 50th birthday when anybody fucking bought him for his birthday? He really fucking didn't. It was just the gesture that mattered, right? This man is a, is a damn near a billionaire. He could buy anything he wanted, but it's just the gesture. It mattered, right? So it Not slept with, but dated, they fail in the maintenance phase because you really wasn't that nigga, right? You you acted like you were somebody, and then when it came time to be the somebody that you said you were, you fucking failed. You let me down. You understand what I'm saying? So I have to get rid of you because I'm who the fuck I say I am all the way across the board, even to the point where in the end y'all think that I'm going to pardon you because I liked you so much. When I don't like you no more, I don't give a fuck about what happens to you, your generation, your family. I don't care. You could fucking kick rocks with open toe sandals on. I don't care, right? And I think that that's why a lot of y'all get so upset with me because it's just like, damn, she was just so much in like with me, you know, last week or two weeks ago. Boy, fuck you. I don't care. You disrespect me or any of that. So I had to snap at somebody this week because a lot of people had me fucked up. So I don't know if y'all going through an eclipse phase. I'm not. I feel quite powerful. I'm happy. I'm good. You know, business is booming. Shout out to me because it was my anniversary yesterday with 716 CBD. We are a year old. And thank you guys so much. And and definitely want to um, shout out the Rose Hanger in Lewiston. I just copped a new deal with them today. I just so happen to be bringing my little niece out there. 
for a job interview. I was looking homeless. I had on some, like, flannel pajama pants, as I do sometimes, which I said I wasn't going to do. And I ended up walking into her store because I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. This is cute. And I walk in the store. We're talking. I was like, oh, I should bring you some of my products so you could try it out and put it in here. And she's like, well, what do you sell? So I start telling her about the bath bombs. I have 100 milligrams of CBD in it and fresh rose petals. I have an entire drawer full of dried flowers that I dried myself and so on and so forth. And she said, that's so crazy because I was just online looking for things like bath bombs so that people could just come in and pick them. Literally turned the laptop around and saw she was looking at bath bombs. So, like, look at look at how the universe just aligns everything. So this will be, like, my 11th store that my product was carried in, in western New York and, in you know, the, the northeast region. We're down there. We're going to be down there in Wynwood as well in Miami. Um, there's a store down there. I'll get that information to you guys as soon as they uh, drop shipment. So, you know, we're, we're, I'm doing well, right? So, and I definitely want to thank everybody that came to me about um, when the merchant accounts dried up last year because of the THC that was in the product because CBD has 0.3%, which is less than half of 1% of THC, and it. it does literally nothing. And um, a lot of the banks didn't want to deal with that. So what they did was they just cut merchant accounts. And I won't say the, the, the people. But anyways, I ended up getting merchant accounts through other people, paid a little bit more. But then Square came back and said, okay, we apologize. We're going to put you back on board, so on and so forth. And then ever since then, we've been, business has been booming. So we're doing a lot of distribution. We're doing a lot of wholesale orders because it's cheaper, obviously, for you to order from me wholesale. So, you know, and what an asshole I am. I didn't even have my business cards on me, which I pride myself on that. But I depleted them because I just took them out of my wallet because I – just came back from Florida from my cousin's wedding a couple weeks ago, and I just didn't re-up. I wasn't thinking, but y'all ain't going to get me next time. But I made the deal. I made the sale, so that's all that matters. So, you know, while I'm being abundant in that, now I think that it's time for me to just take a little something for myself. So some of y'all got fucking laid out this week because of the fact that I think that y'all thought that because I was about my money that I'm not about the respect and that, some of y'all feel this entitlement to my time and to my – see, I'm the bitch that you call at 3 in the morning, 6 in the morning, 9 in the morning. I'm going to pick up the phone because I think something's wrong. So not that I'm up 24 hours a day, but I'm up enough that if somebody was in an emergency, they can call me and I'm going to always pick up the phone. So really, when you're my friend, you get 100% access, right? So I, I have somebody that called, and um, without giving too much information because it was wild, disrespectful – I had to tell this person, like, look, I don't know what the fuck you take me as. The first thing you should have said when you got on this motherfucking phone was thank you, okay? You are not in a position to tell me anything. You're not in a position to ask me anything. You're just in a position to say fucking thank you. And if you have anything other than thank you to fucking say to me, we don't need to fucking talk, you know? And so that wasn't me being in my feelings. That was more or less me saying, like, bitch, you think I haven't noticed the way that you've been talking to me for quite some time right now, and I just don't say anything because I don't want to react in the moment because me reacting in the moment is going to result in a fucking charge, right? So we're not going to do that. We're grown here. We're fucking adults. We're not, I'm not doing that, right? I had another situation where somebody keeps asking me about old shit. Don't ask me about these motherfuckers that you don't see me with. I don't like that shit. If you don't see me with the motherfucker, if you ain't heard me say nothing about him, don't you, as a grown-ass man, ask me about another motherfucking grown-ass man. Don't fucking do that. Okay? Don't do that.
so I can walk you right back down to where the fuck you had me fucked up at. Down the street and around the corners, wherever the fuck you had me fucked up at, let me walk you back down there. So you could try again in six to 12 business months, right? Because I don't, I don't have to fucking fuck with nobody, period. So with me being in a relationship, I think one of the most horrifying things for me is that relationships exhaust me. They exhaust me because I'm so, like, obsessed with the person that I'm with. And not obsessed in a bad way, but obsessed in a good way, like, I just love that person so much, or I just like that person so much. But the minute that you do something that is unsavory, you go from 100% to 96%. And then when we get to zero, it's just nothing else that you can do. And there's a lot of shit that makes you fucking 0%. You know, so I always try to stay out my feelings because I, you know what it is, and, and I have to come to the, the realization that I've been mishandled, right? So not that I've never mishandled people, but I always knew a G when I met one. I always knew a hitter when I met one. I always knew a hustler when I met one. I always knew a gentleman when I met one, and I treated them accordingly. I never cared about what the streets said. I never cared about what everybody else said, oh, he was a hoe, or he did this, or he did this one. I, that's not me, because I guarantee them if I could do that shit to me, we're going to have a different outcome. And 90% of the time, they don't, right? So I don't know why the shoe was on the other foot, and y'all motherfuckers think I'm supposed to show you some grace or mercy. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be exactly who the fuck I said I was, dragging motherfuckers on this show, saying they full government names, doing all types of crazy shit, which is why it's best to just not cross me like that. If you're going to treat me like everybody else, then don't expect me to treat you like, like you're some, you know what I'm saying, great entity. So I think I've been mishandled in the way that I give too much, right? Just of myself, of my time. And I just, I want to see you win because we're together and I want this great partnership, but y'all motherfuckers don't want partners. Y'all want slaves. Y'all don't want to make no money. Y'all just want to be, have the fucking attention. You just want to bring attention on yourself. You just want to be sparkly. No, I want to be the sparkly shit. Like, so I'm in the, in the candy store the other day, the Lint store. And she says, yeah, these are chocolate. I'm like, are they solid? She's like, no, they're hollow. Y'all want the fucking pretty wrapped hollow bitches and and, and hollow dudes. I don't want that. I need the solid motherfucker that hurts your teeth when you bite it. I need somebody that's solid because if you're not solid, you can't fuck with me, especially not where I'm going. So whether or not somebody takes the time to invest in me or not, I'm still going to get where the fuck I was going. It might take me maybe six months longer just because I have other things that I have to put in place. But I'm definitely going to still get where the fuck I said I was going to go. And I'm proud of that fact. So when I started this business, nobody was fucking with it because nobody really knew, like, what CBD was and what's it going to do. And people were not spending the extra money and the extra time doing the research to make sure everything was FDA approved. And I sat there and I did the work. And I made sure that I became a distributor. And I made sure that I, you know, so now we have different things on the agenda that I'm trying to achieve. And so if the person that I'm with can't be sitting next to me when I'm doing that, then I just, I don't feel like there's any time. So I had to go back when the moon was full at 12, 12 a.m. At, on 12, 12 and say, listen, y'all, the moon and y'all, I know that I said I wanted a partner, but I also want to be loved. I also want to be loved on. I also want to be with somebody that's equally obsessed with me and, like, making sure I'm okay, making sure I'm good. Because all that other shit, like having to see a motherfucker every day, that's really not for me. I've always done long-distance relationships, and I'm talking about, like, long, long-distance relationships because it just makes it easier for me to grind and get my money, and then your, my man was always, like, my little vacation, you know. 
Um, I see that some of y'all didn't reach out to me when I was in Florida. That's what's up. That that lets me know that you listened to my show where I said that in, in real life I probably never really loved you anyway because at the end of the day I wouldn't move. You know why I wouldn't move? Because I didn't fucking trust you. I didn't trust that you were going to be able to lead me. And, and somebody very specific knows who I'm talking about, the Victor Flores character in my book. And, you know, that, that was a relationship that spanned for 12 years. You know, and it, and I haven't seen that person since 2015. But the point of the matter is we don't need to keep those ties. We're going into a new decade. Let's talk about new things. Let's do new things. Because if I stayed in my feelings, I would be on planes, trains, and automobiles going places to punch people in the face or, get, or, or have people get sent for. It's something that has always cost me money because I make mistakes. But I feel like, again, it's because people mishandle me. Right, It's because people, instead of just saying this isn't for me or, you know what, I want to see other people or, hey, I don't love you anymore, I'd rather you hurt my feelings for five minutes than to hurt my, my, my soul for five years because I'm going to hurt your feelings all the fucking time if you ask me to tell the truth. You know, like don't ask me no shit like do you love me and I, and I don't. I'm going to tell you no, not at this time. And that's the shit when y'all start getting violent and now we have a problem. So the greatest thing I think about love and being in your feelings is when you're in your in your feelings at the same time. And you can watch each other, like, slowly but surely, like, go from maybe texting once or twice a day to now y'all are talking all day and now y'all are involved in certain things that's going on and you know about family members and you know how this person's day is going and so on and so forth. You can tell what their vibe is, what they need for the day. Hey, you need a hug, you need a little forehead kiss, like, what do you need? So those are the things that I'm talking about. So when I'm in a relationship, y'all know, I'm like a little pussycat. Like, I'm I'm straight. As long as you don't disrespect me and lie to me, right? And then the number one thing that a lot of you cats do that I've never done to none of you motherfuckers is don't ever fucking deny me. Because who the fuck are you to deny me? Don't ever be like, oh, no, nah, that was just, no, that was just nothing, bitch. That was just a bitch that was going to ruin your life. Stop fucking playing with me. Because y'all be so quick to be wanting to do all this other stuff, but you lack the maturity to be able to sustain a relationship with me because you're a bunch of fucking liars. You know, you can only play like you this dude for so long because if you're really not that dude, I'm going to find out. I'm going to start watching how you move and how you treat your family and how you treat other people. And pe- you know what? You know how you can really tell the character of a man how he treats people that can't do a fucking thing for him? That's how you can tell the character of a man. I got some people on my Christmas list that don't even know that they're on my Christmas list just because I feel like I've shorted them this year in time or spending time with them or because I told them I was going to come through, you know, my homegirls or some of my daughters because, you know, I have a 1,000 daughters that was promised to me. You know, and it just little things that I can do, just sit with them for a little bit, makes them feel good, right? So when I'm in my feelings, if it's costing me money, I think that's also why I don't like being in my feelings. Because, like, if my dude's like, yo, why don't we go here and go do this for today? I'll be like, all right, you know what, I'm going to call out of work today. And I normally don't do that. I think I've only done that one time in my entire 40-something years on earth. But um, that's the type of broad I am. Like, hey, you know what, I got the sick time. Let's go do it. I don't do that anymore because in the end, y'all ain't worth it. In the end, I need to be able to say I didn't lose any money fucking with this person. 
right? And I know that sounds crazy as fuck, but when you have an abundant mind and you have a business mind, the person that you're with has to have the exact same type of mentality or be the person that keeps you from financial despair. If y'all motherfuckers can't keep me from financial despair by saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this, maybe you should do that, maybe you should add these products, maybe you should do this, maybe we should focus on the zero fucks line, maybe we should do this, because I own fucking several companies. But for me, being in my feelings that day, like yesterday, (laughs) felt good because it was kind of like, I don't think this person would take what I said and then abuse that power and be like, yeah, this bitch love me, eh, or she's falling for me, I can do this, I could do that, and she ain't going to trip. No, bitch, I'm going to trip, and I'll probably just stop fucking talking to you. So in the end, I think with all the eclipses going on, we just had the full moon, we got a new year coming, like now is the time to get rid of all that old shit that stressed you the fuck out. It's time to get rid of motherfuckers that you know don't give a fuck about you. Listen, I had to have a lot. And say, now girl, you know this motherfucker don't give a goddamn about you at all Because if he did, he would have did X, Y, and Z This motherfucker over here don't give a fuck about you at all He only call you when X, Y, and Z Okay, so shut down the phone calls So when I say my phone dried in a motherfucker My phone dry enough that I could leave it in front of the, the, the person that I'm talking to And not even trip because it's like ain't nobody finna call me anyway You know what I'm saying? There's no one in my phone Matter of fact, I leave the phone face up with the light on, unlocked. I didn't even used to have a lock on my phone, okay? So for me, I think being in my feelings was a good thing because it lets me know that I'm healing. It lets me know that I'm available now because I shut myself down 2018, 2019 from any type of male just bullshit. Like, just get the fuck out my face, you fucking... And I wasn't blaming men for what fucking happened. I was just healing from what the fuck happened to me prior, because 2017 was a fucking horrible year for me. It was horrible, the shit that I did to other women, the shit that other women did to me, the shit that, you know, a man did to me, the shit that I did to that man. Like, it's just I would really would rather act like the shit never happened. It did. It's fucking historical. But, you know, I would really rather act like the shit didn't happen. You know, I was ashamed of myself, you know, and I'm not apologizing to no bitches and shit, because fuck y'all, because y'all bitches – Fucking was out there talking shit, doing what you was doing, calling me this, calling me that. And you could call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Just don't ever call me broke. So for me, being in my feelings has been a place that has been a scary place for me because of the vulnerability. But as a woman, I realized that maybe I was mishandled sometime because a lot of you niggas thought that I could just take it or that I would take it because I just liked you so fucking much. And let me tell you this. You should never fucking think that. You should never, ever motherfucking think that because... In a split second, I could decide that, you know what, we all have choices. So just like you could choose to be in your feelings about me, you could choose to be in your feelings and like somebody else because visually she's more stimulating than me. But me, all I care about is money. Like all I care about is money and my family and just the person that I'm with, and I said I live in a tight little little bubble, right? Whereas, you know, you have a lot of girls that care about image and all this other shit. I don't care about any of that. I've been sustaining the way that I've been sustaining, speaking the way that I'm speaking, doing what I'm doing for years, for decades. So I am excited that we are coming to a close and all this bullshit. I'm excited about what any relationship that I'm in holds, especially when I'm under contract. Because y'all know, y'all got to throw my ass under a contract. Cause my ass ain't going to fucking listen. I'll be like, but now if I'm under contract, I'm telling you, didn't I tell you I was going to make up a love contract? I told y'all this like five years ago. I was like, so that this way we revisit the contract every year. Like, motherfucker, are you happy? Because I'm happy. Because if you're not happy, let's change the terms of the contract. 
all marriage is is a fucking contract. So if you give me a piece of paper with anything written on it, that's a fucking contract. Because I'm going to need motherfuckers to start stating their claims in the beginning. Because I'm sick of people getting to the end of the relationship and saying, oh, I really wasn't happy, or I only fucked with you because of this, or I only fucked with you because of that. I'm always the light in a dark room anyway because I am darkness, right? Me being in my feelings, I think now is going to be a lot more pleasurable than when I was in my feeling years before because I was mishandled. I wasn't handled by the right person. I wasn't giving myself to the right person. Not to say that this person is the right person either because, shit, y'all know a motherfucker could do some shit to me in fucking six months from now. I'd be like, who? Who was that? But I think that the most, um, the best song to describe um what it feels like for me, like when I'm in love or like when I'm falling in it, because it might take another five, six months for me to fully be like, oh, yeah, this motherfucker got me. And then I'll be crying because I told y'all in the book that when I have to tell somebody that I love them, it feels like I'm fucking eating glass, like shards of glass are being cracked in my throat, and I hate it, right? But I'm going to try to love being in love if I find myself in it the way that the cards say that I'm supposed to, because anything that's pure, When your intentions are pure, and this is why I advise y'all against doing love spells and trying to make somebody be with you, and can you do something to make this person come back? Bitch, that might not be the person for you. So what you're asking people to do is, is, is stage a kidnapping. And fuck that little girl, Carol Sanchez, that fucking was from Honduras. You know it was one of them that lied and said that some, somebody kidnapped her and shit because she was mad about her parents. But back to the, the situation. When you guys are doing a lot of this love incantations and spells and burning candles and niggas' names and shit like that, you're asking the universe to keep somebody with you that maybe don't want to be kept. And then you wonder why your relationship ain't working. You're going through hell because that's not who was sanctioned for you. So when I get under the full. Twenty months, and it turned out to be nothing, just because we just trying to see what everybody is about. I'm not with that. So, this song is something that's really special to me because I love the song. It's super sweet, and um, it just reminds me of like the first time y'all have sex, like the first time like y'all are together, and the first time like y'all are falling in love. And if you actually watch the video, he's actually on tour in the video. So this is J Cole in the morning. See y'all next week. Wondering what type of shit you wanted Do you like the finer things or you a simple woman 
Would you drink with a nigga? Do you smoke weed? Don't be ashamed, it ain't no thing. I used to blow trees, getting lifted. I quit the shit, I might get high with you. It's only fitting, cause I'm looking super fly with you. A fly with you, a powerful, you do something to me. Girl, I caught the vibes like you do something to me. So I throw them back. Now all my niggas hollering, who is that? Boy, she bad, nigga, what you about to do with that? I'm finna take you home, sip a little Patron, now we zone it. Baby, you're so fine. And can I hit it in the morning? Uh, can I hit it in the morning? And can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. And can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? And can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. Uh, baby, you wintertime cold. The night is still young. Drink that dinner wine slow. I'm trying to make the goosebumps on your inner thigh show. I'll let you beat me there as far as finish lines go. Yeah, and if you got to leave for work, I'll be right here in the same bed that you left me in. I love thick women because my aunt, she rode equestrian. I used to go to the stables and get them kids to bet me. And I would always ride the stallions whenever she let me. I'm joking. I mean, that thing is poking. I mean, you kind of like that girl that's in the U.S. Open. I mean, I got this hidden agenda that you provoking. I got bath water that you could soak in. Things I could do with lotion. Don't need a towel. We could dry off in the covers. And when you think you like it, I promise you gon' love it. Yeah, when lights coming through the drapes and we're both yawning. I roll over and ask if I can hit it in the morning. Yeah, can I hit it in the morning? Yeah, can I hit it in the morning? Yeah, the sun rising while you're moaning. Baby, can I hit it in the morning? Uh, can I hit it in the morning? Yeah, can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. Hey, hey. God bless the child that can hold his own. God bless the woman that can hold Patron. God bless the homegirl that drove us home. No strings attached like a cordless phone. You see, my intentions with you is clear. I'm learning not to judge a woman by the shit that she wear. Therefore, you shouldn't judge a nigga off the shit that you hear. Get all defensive, apprehensive, all because my career. To be fair, I know we barely know each other. And yeah, somehow I wound up in your bed. So where we headed from here? Just say you're scared if you're scared. But if you're through front and we can do something. And you know just what I'm talking about. Tomorrow you'll be calling out. Cause tonight we getting right into the weed, mom. Cook a nigga breakfast after sex is like a reward. Then I go my own way. You think about me all day. That's just a warning. And can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. Can I hit it in the morning? Can I hit it in the morning? And can I hit it in the morning? The sun rising while you're moaning. Yeah.